3: Tangerines are whores.
2: Oopsies. All right, so today uh, Oopsies babies from the makers of Rectal. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie Oopsy babies. Kill them all. <laughs> Oopsie babies. The new Plan B pill. Right. Rectal. The new hemorrhoid cream. Sounds good. Found it. Your local CBS. CBS or CVS? CVS. Like a okay. constantly vicious sperming. Gotcha. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Bruise, Booze, and Reviews childish podcast about adult beverages. I'm your host Knox, and with me today, of course, is Big Earn. Yeah, I'm feeling kind of bloated.
2: You look kind <laughs> of bloated.
3: <laughs> I know. I was seriously thinking. I'm like, I'm wearing my old work shirt that has the name Big Earn embroidered on it. and I'm like, I should get that changed to like Fat Earn. Man, I haven't been to the gym in like a year. Just bigger Earn. Just be- <laughs> no. Uh- you look great as always. Uh, I
2: feel like my <laughs> cholesterol is high.
0: And with us as well. <laughs> that,
2: that also doesn't seem out of out of question. Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's not like holy cow, really? And that's
0: <laughs> worse than saying holy cow is Chris, hi Chris.
2: Hey, it's good to be here and finally able to talk out loud to people that don't want to
0: listen. <laughs> <laughs> and we are here today at Uthapills P- Brewing. Here in Minneapolis, St. Paul area. And uh, we're here with Joe Lean, right? That's nice. how you say your last name. That's it. Joe Lean, like the song. Uh
1: very close. Joe
0: Lean. Joe Lean. Yeah, okay. So uh, he's the front of house manager here at Utapils. Um we were gonna talk to Jeff McClure, but he's off at Alpines North, lucky fucker. Uh, we happen to book this uh <laughs> Taproom takeover weekend on that weekend, and I, did, I didn't realize that. I guess, but um, here we So are that's right? also your fault. Yes, it's wow. also my fault. You're like oh for four today. Yeah, it no, I want to say great you job figuring it out, though. Uh,
2: you did a wonderful job, Knox, and I'm glad we can finally do this. Yes,
0: and uh, to, I don't have to drive back to Fargo to get the laptop off the Batcave's couch and come back. <laughs> <laughs> that's <right. laughs> so that's good. Oopsies. So, uh, Joe, uh, welcome to the podcast, this is Bruce Booze, and Reviews. Um, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about you, uh, how long you've been working here, and, and about Utapils in general? Yeah, start off
2: with favorite colors and pastimes. Oh.
0: Well,
1: <laughs> let me see here. And your social security number? Yeah. No, no we don't, don't do your need mom's that made
0: no, me. no, no, no. Uh,
1: um, I've, I've been uh, at Utapils since February of last year. Um coming out of another brewery management job. I've been in the brewing industry in Minnesota since 2008, more or less. Um, so, started off doing a lot of big events and working, volunteering with some breweries, and then onto to managing and doing those types of things. So, been around to see a lot of things change, and it's pretty neat to uh, kind of see everything's come back to like a life after the last couple of years.
2: Yeah, this place yeah, this here is
3: pretty dope, and It's pretty fucking crazy, too, man. It was busy when we got here at 3.04.
0: Yeah, Before we got here at three, like I promised, but we didn't walk in until right. four. I yeah.
2: mean, inside the tap room is gorgeous. It's big, it's and huge. Then outside is, I don't know, goes on forever.
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's the really coolest nice gardener, little uh, hidden beer garden in, in Minneapolis. So. Okay, yeah. what kind of
3: fertilizer do you use? Uh,
1: mulch. There we go. I thought you were going to say malts. (laughs) 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 Malts. (laughs) Nice. Oh, boy. Here we go. Uh, But, yeah, it's a a pretty sweet little spot.
2: Oh, you're going to give him a bad one? I (laughs) thought it was pretty good.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I'll even stick
2: up for Ernie on that one. (laughs) Thanks, Chris. (laughs) Shut up, Ernie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't uh, don't ask for too much, out Give us some background about Utapils. Uh, When it started, and uh, you know all the owners and brewers that started. You know, tell us about that.
1: Yeah, um, we just celebrated our fifth anniversary in February. How many? Five. Nice. Oh. So, so uh, is that
0: paper
3: anniversary?
1: That is official <laughs> tap room, brew house anniversary. They've been working on this building for I think closer to seven or eight years total. Wow. Um, But yeah, this is a big place. Um, They started big. They opened with a 50-barrel brew house, um, which is not normal. Um, So it took a lot to kind of get this thing uh, in place. And this is the old location of the Glenwood-Englewood water bottling facility. Um, Hmm. So it's kind of a neat little spot and kind of a good perspective for a place to to put a brewery.
0: Nice, and uh, how big are those fermenters behind us? Are those 30-barrel fermenters?
1: No, those are, so, yeah,
0: fifteen of them for Christ's sake.
1: There's fifteen of them. The first five are fifty barrel fermenters, okay. and the next ten or hundred barrel fermenters.
0: Jeez. that's a lot. Yeah, I
2: it's mean, beer. Yeah. I mean, we just we went from uh, yeah, I made it in my garage to uh, just open the biggest fucking place possible. You <laughs> know? Yeah. Not? Why yeah, scale and up? Fill it up? Just fucking right. We don't we don't start on an entry level guitar.
0: Just buy the most expensive one you can find.
1: Uh, so, but oh, to incorrect. your point about the larger brewery...
0: Anyways, about the microbrewery, yes?
1: About the opening larger brewery, um, Eric Harper, our head brewer, did come from Summit and is used to working on bigger systems. Okay. Um, and uh, Dan Justison, one of the owners, was uh, co-owner of Vine Park. So okay. he, he's, not, uh, he's not new to this. Okay. Yeah, I
2: mean, if you... If you got the talent, the skills, and you're used to doing it, fuck it. Yeah, you know.
1: But invest but in yourself. But had,
2: convention, you know.
1: They had a dream, and they went big.
3: Well, it looks like it's working out. I do have one. I'm kind of confused about something here. So, as you walk in the door, and you go up the ramp, you got like a glass case that has a lot of cans in there, and then right next to that is a nice old rustic urinal. <laughs> I was wondering why would you put a urinal right out in the middle in the walkway? I mean, that seems kind of odd. You're original, not supposed to use it.
1: That's an original Lauder Grant, which uh, came from Germany, which is a I think of like the town watering place. So you go to get water. Everybody in town goes and gets their water for the day from that. Uh, is that copper? It's copper. That's from uh, Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, beautiful. That, was, that came over. I, and I did not pee in it. I know. I hope. not. Uh, I, yeah. I won't tell the barbacks. So <laughs> Uh, and then this uh, copper kettle top that you it acts as a kind of a lamp, lamp over a brew lamp water, and disco ball.
3: Yes, and uh, there's a disco ball in the middle. Yeah, let's
1: yeah. ball in it. That, that when is does also, that turn on? That's also from Germany as well. So those are original, like old, a couple hundred years old fermenters from brewers or uh, top of a brew kettle from uh, fermenter in Germany.
0: Damn, that's insane. It's a lot, lot of
3: brewing going on. Yeah. yeah. We should have uh, taken some pictures before all these freaking people
0: showed up. Oh, we'll definitely do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this place is impressive. Um, so i, I kind of noticed that looking at your beer menu, you have like, like a couple of IPAs, three, I think total right now, and one stout. But the rest of them are all pretty crushable beers. Uh, um, this is the, uh, I mean, the company kind of hails from a Norwegian background, but there's like what three Utapils. courses you have.
2: Utapils means outdoor beer.
0: Yep, you got two gold nails. You got
2: make that up.
0: You got a couple of like three pilsners. I mean, you got a lot of crushable beers here. Uh, yeah. What was the decision behind behind that?
1: Um, yes, yeah, so they're very uh, strict about, uh, for the most part, wanting to stick to that traditional European lagers and pilsners. Um, so that's the whole uh, background behind uh, what we do here um, in tap room and in the brew house. Um, Eric, our head brewer, in my opinion, is one of the best uh, brewers for these styles of beers. Um, So he's just very, very good at making classic, um, traditional, true to style um, pilsers and lagers. We had, uh, last week I had a guy here that lives in Berlin that was telling us that our Hellas is like walking down the street to the neighborhood bar. Really? Um, That's impressive. I actually did learn some pretty cool kind of info on that. Do tell. so with modern systems and reverse osmosis and adding minerals and things like that, you can actually pull water profiles from cities in Germany and create the water as a base. Wow, that would wow. be the same as it was traditionally made in That's those like cities. A, like a
2: like a modeling amp for
3: it's,
1: guitar players. It's science, science. science. Yep. So I mean <laughs> talk about the four main ingredients in beer, but water, you know, might be the most overlooked. Over the most overlooked uh, ingredients uh, of those four uh, people don't realize what it can what it can do to change a beer, and especially in beers like uh, our pilsner, for example. There's nothing nothing you can't hide anything in it.
2: Right, that's the thing with yeah, these styles of beer. You know, you look at this menu and there's nothing like experimental about it. Right, there's not any of these real off the wall crazy things that have a shit ton of adjuncts. These are you know, what's what what's the most experimental thing you have on there? Raspberries? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Though? In a, in a traditional culture. So you can't so. <laughs> so you can't hide anything there. You know, which bravo. I mean, it's it's hard to make good beer and not have to worry about masking it, you know? Right.
0: Yeah, and I mean, where do you get the grain for these? Uh, where do you, Malt Works or?
1: Uh, so, a number of different places, but most of it comes from Europe. Uh, we have, Wireman actually makes a special uh, malt blend for us for, for one of our base malts, so that's pretty cool. But yeah, we try to get as much as we can from Europe. Uh, malt Europe is another company we do some uh, a couple of beers with, uh, their malts. So, we try to keep it as, um, as true to style and, and you know, real to what it should be as possible. Do you
2: guys just swim over there, pick it up yourself, and then swim back with it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm pretty on, sure they is ship that, that shit. Save
3: is that that carry on. on, on costs? Costs? Or you guys have to pay yeah. extra yeah. for. Uh,
0: t- okay, so you you were talking earlier <laughs> about the Pilsner, right? The Pils. Yeah. Let's talk about that. So this is the the first beer we're going to talk about. This is their Pils. Five percent. It's a Czech style Pilsner. Uh, so I'm assuming um, saaz hops. Uh, what else about the Greenville?
1: Um, I'm not hundred percent sure honestly what the what the actual recipe on these um, are like, but again, you're talking very, very traditional ingredients.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Again, uh, when I on the nose, I get that spicy sauce hops, aroma off it. You know that's a it's a check pilsner when you're when you're uh, getting into this one. Yeah, it's, you know, <laughs> the color is crystal clear. Good head on it.
2: It, it, it's a light nose. It's nothing big. It's just got that that bit of sweetness, you know, and maybe just, a little corn or something. Yeah, sweet corn, something,
3: something thick, sweet yeah. like that. On the aroma, I get. Good body, malty. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a there's a. Dries a hint. out a little bit at the end. There's a there's a hint of a spiciness to it. I'm not talking yeah, like it's spicy, but there's a there's peppery. a bit
1: of a kick.
2: Yeah, you know. But I mean, still super clean, super fresh, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. A lot uh, a lot lighter than, say, a German Bolzner yeah. would be.
2: I mean, the, yeah, that light bitterness at the end, but.
0: Like the Vienna lager but, yeah. uses a lot more of that malt paste, and it's a, a little bit darker with color, and it's more heft to it, where this is just super crushable. I, you know,
2: yeah, this I is really something like this beer. It's crisp and clean. And you're playing drinking games and throwing most of it up the next day. <laughs> <laughs> or so. <laughs> <laughs> No, but you can you can get you can get stupid idiot boys to drink this too because it tastes like a beer. It's a it's just a really good beer. This
0: beer tastes like beer. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and that's my kind of beer. It's approachable, it's light and refreshing. You know, who who doesn't want to sit outside, and look at the is there a river right out here?
1: Yeah, it's Bassett Creek.
2: But, yeah, just stare at the creek. and... Drink too Close many to the of, these, of these, yeah. Stumbled yeah. it, stumbled to your bicycle, <laughs> <ride> home. <laughs> unicycle. That's right home, that's unicycle.
1: Right. We've you had people eat. come down the creek on canoe, <laughs> oh, unload in go. the beer garden, and oh, uh, really? grab beer too, and head back out. You got it nice, duck. not really, but they find a way. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, freaking, great. that's pretty dope.
0: Nice, all right. Well, uh, any other uh, final comments about the, the pills here? Just damn good drinking beer, yeah. Nice. One okay. of
1: my favorites by far.
0: All right. Uh, what's the next one, guys?
2: Uh, the next one I think we have is the uh, one of my favorites. It's the Strawberry Heffy.
0: Um, first God of all, lo- looking at it, it's super, super opaque. Light, light strong color. Uh, very opaque. Nice head still after it's been sitting here. The smell, though, is... oh. Dude, okay. So Strawberry I that, shortcake.
2: I don't know if you guys remember the commercial for Starburst for Berries and Cream. <laughs> and, then, yeah. Yeah, and, then he, and he had the, like, the short knickers on and stuff. He's like... They're talking about... It. Two guys are talking about it. this guy gets off a train and they're like, Oh man, I really love this Berries and he's like, Berries and what else? He's like... And Cream He's like... And then he does that little dance. Berries and Cream! Berries and Cream! I'm a little lavender of Berries and Cream! <laughs> anyway... If you don't know Uh, the
3: commercial, it's a really funny commercial. It's like 30 seconds of my life I can't get back.
2: Oh, you're gonna love the commercial, but it cracks me up. But immediately, that's what I thought of when I smelled this: was that commercial? It's not berries, but it's strawberries, and it has that creaminess to it. It's just unbelievable on the nose on this one.
0: I mean, it kind of makes it feel like you're going to get some some diabetes, but I don't think that's possible.
3: Close. I get a little bit of so, like pineapple
0: in there too on the aroma. Really? Just, oh.
3: It's very strawberry forward, or strawberry-ish with something else, and
2: then a little bit of
3: I, pineapple I towards see the end. I get eh? cream.
2: No, I I put, I put maybe a little I, gum. I put strawberries and cream jazz hands strawberries and creams and jazz hands <laughs> uh, It's like a sexy summertime party smell <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. this I, is feel a... like, I feel like you would smell this when you were watching Top Gun the original and they're playing
1: volleyball. The, the whole
2: atmosphere smells like
1: strawberry <laughs> And this is actually uh, this is actually one that's just kind of a one-off batch for us right now so this is just our uh, standard Ewald the golden our half a bison. Um, with some strawberry added to it. So this is a this is a one-time thing. It'll probably come back at some point. But Oh, my uh,
3: God. I asked if there was any in cans because I'm going tubing next weekend. Mm, yeah. And this
1: on the river floating in a tube, yeah, I would have so several this, of these. This is just the Ewald with the strawberry. This is the Ewald, the the, the golden, our, t- our standard and we'll, with the strawberry. And we'll talk about Ewald in a moment yeah. because that's
2: also one of my favorites. But... I don't get the same type of nose or even mouthfeel or flavors that strawberry is so overwhelmingly good. You get the sweetness of the strawberry. You get a little bit of the tanginess of it. I don't you get a lot of the banana or clove stuff that you typically get when you have, like, the Ewald or a different heavy Bison.
0: I do. I do. I get the all barriott. kinds of clove in that, in the background. It's right underneath that strawberry. I get it, it's too. So I, do think,
1: I do think that it's, like, it, way it, in the back, It's, uh, my word for this for the day has been pleasant. It's just a pleasant strawberry with the banana and some of the other notes that are in that Ewald.
0: It just gives you that nice little bitter ting to it. The, with that clove coming up, maybe you know, it's the bananas that make
2: me feel like it's the cream.
1: I could. I definitely get the cream part of it too because um, it just—I don't know—it makes it, it feel smooth.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's just—and it's got a smooth mouthfeel. Like it just feels—it just feels yes. good in me.
0: Yeah. And it, it really is. This is a little bit. This I is feel a, good in you. I this mean, is a. Never mind. Little sweet.
2: <laughs> little sweet
0: <laughs> all right well this one was really freaking good let's move on to this third one and then we'll take a quick ad break um, this next one is which one guys Vera Cruz so
2: this one was a collaboration Vera with Cruz. Freehouse
1: yes uh, this was started last year's the first time we brewed it with the Freehouse it was called number 62 that's kind of how their format Catchy. follows. Uh, number 62 Vera Cruz so this is our Vienna lager with lime
0: so Veracruz, isn't that a you know, that's Santa Cruz, the yeah. skate company? Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about this one, uh, the mall What was the what's, what was the uh, intent on this one at all, Um
1: So yeah, we really just wanted to create a, a very similar, uh, great summer beer. Really, is kind of what it was intended for. So yeah, trying to match some of those uh, Mexican lagers, all you know Mexican Vienna lager are essentially the same thing. Um, so what's a Vienna Lager? It's just it's got Vienna malt,
0: so it's a darker malt. It's it's got more of a bready, heftier feel on it yep. too.
1: Darker, it's more of a it's a. I mean, if you look at it, it's clearly almost like a red lager uh, based on the different yeah. malts that are Very in there. Very copperish, copper. Yep. Man, this smell
0: on this is so incredible.
1: And this is this is easily my favorite summer beer right now. It's like light lime juice on the aroma.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it was weird because uh, I was uh, I was like, "Is that vanilla and lime together?" Just kind of seems weird, and that's what my nose got was vanilla. But I put weird, but it's fun. Like <laughs> it, it, it's fun and bright. Uh, I want to chase this. I want to I want to take mezcal shots. Oh and yeah, and then chase those shots with this beer. Yes, because right. that lime is so bright and fucking. I mean, it's just incredible. And yeah outside crushing these sounds like a, it's a sounds like a good time
1: this is my kind of lawnmower beer for sure <laughs> one you thing I like. lawnmower beer, it's a lot
3: beer oh, i one thing incredible. i like about this is that it's not too acidic right um that lime does come through but it's not too citrusy um and like yeah like uh Chris said, I'd, want to add tequila to this.
2: I think the lime comes through more on the nose than it does when you're drinking it. When you're drinking it, you do get, yeah, some bready notes, um, some sweetness from the malts, and then there's that underlying uh, bright little lime that won't go away and and you're fine with it. (laughs) You're happy he's there.
1: Yeah, so this is the second year that we brewed it. yeah, it's been a hit in the tap room, so we we decided to keep it going, and it's been doing well for us this year too.
0: Yeah, it's,
2: uh, you can you can taste wine. I mean, it's just excellently done. I don't think I drink a lot of Vienna lagers. I think really good ones are kind of hard to come
0: by sometimes. Yeah, I don't even see this beer on your website at all. beer Cruz.
2: Yeah, you talked about it earlier today.
1: Should be there. Yeah, it's on there.
0: Let's do this. Here we go. Is
2: there a reason you need to see it on the website?
0: So if it's this a V with line, the, line, the last so, one. Yeah. yeah. So, so how much lime do you guys get on this one? It's. I think to me, it's a perfect amount on the very end. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a perfect balance against that nice, bready
2: note of the Vienna Lager. The, the the, Vienna on the nose, it's a little more slappy. There's a lot, lot more lime on the nose, but, you know, it it, it blends well when you
0: drink it. There's almost like a cinnamon dryness on the end of it, too. Mm. Uh, that's really nice. It's yeah, like, I can see that. Yeah, and it just makes you want to just keep drinking the shit. Okay, great. Man, I like this. This is a, a, one of my new favorite crushable summer beers. Wow, this is great.
1: Yeah, this is one we and this is out in four packs. You can buy this uh, pretty much anywhere you can find Utopias. So it's it's out right now. Um, it's been out all summer.
0: Definitely bringing um, this home with us for sure.
1: Yeah, um, and again, like yeah, kind of with, we only do a handful of beers that are even fruited, and they're all they're done very lightly and really made to complement the beer and not just overtake it. Right. right. Sometimes more is not better. Right. <laughs> in fact, a lot of
3: times. <laughs>
0: Tell that to the folks making triple IPAs. <laughs>
3: Except for dad
0: jokes and yeah, so more the dad barrier. jokes. Yeah, pump it up. I need more out <laughs> of you, Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Any more final notes on the Vera Cruz Free collab? Being the logger with lime. Yeah, I'm delicious. Yes. Those, were you there when they uh, when Free is here to collab with that?
1: Um, I don't remember if I was here with them or not uh, when they were brewing. I, did, I wasn't part of the brewing process for sure, but oh, okay. um, yeah, they came in and, and I know that they worked with Eric and our team and, and did that, and then we were able to distribute it into the freehouse uh uh-huh. Nice, beautiful. All
0: right, well, let's take a quick ad break. We'll be right back after this with Food Pills Brewing, Uta Pills, and uh, Mr. Jolie.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Chris Chelsis with Brews, Booze, and Reviews. And if you like drinking like I do, then shop where I do, and that's Bridgeview Liquors in Morehead. They're one of our sponsors, and if you mention that you listen to us, you save 10% off of all purchases. Not only do they have <clears throat> the most knowledgeable staff, maybe minus us, but they also have one of the best assortments of craft beers, They have a great assortment of new and exclusive whiskeys and other spirits, wines, and they have classes every Saturday, which are absolutely phenomenal. So again, go to Facebook, check out Bridgeview Liquors, and drink like me. Not possible. True story. Hello,
3: neighbors. This is Big Urn from Brews, Booze, and Reviews. Do you want to know what's going on in the Fargo, West Fargo, Moorhead area? You need to check out fargounderground.com for all that you need to know on what's going on in the area. They have on their events tab information on where you can see live music, comedy, art, theater, what movies are playing in the area, where you can go play trivia or sing karaoke. Holy crap, right? How convenient is that? So, for all the news on what's up in the Fargo area, check out fargounderground.com. And thanks for listening to me, I mean us, on Bruise, Booze, and Reviews. Cheers! Yeah. Ding!
0: Hi, welcome back to my ass.
2: It's like six jokes in a row. He's like, Do you want to start now? Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I'm um, um, all funnyed out. All my jokes are gone. All right, oh.
3: <laughs>
0: So, so I'm re- sipping
3: on this Alt 1848 Amber Ale. That's pretty
0: good too. Is it? Yeah. All right, what's this next beer that we're I mean, going to talk about? I mean, today? we won't
2: get <laughs> too dark into that that Amber Ale, but boy, pretty good roast on the nose on that one, uh, and it tasted even better than it smelled.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a really popular seller here in Taproom for sure.
2: Little little caramelly, mm-hmm. little roasty.
1: Still easy to drink. Lighter body. Darker, roasty malt. That's it. Grapes.
2: That's one of our honorable mentions, but, but
1: fuck
0: it.
2: We're moving past it now. There
0: all there right. Go. So this next one is probably flagship number one. It's already won one of our episodes. Uh, Ewald the Golden. Yes. This is a Bavarian-style Hefe. It's 5.2% ABV. Uh, first of all, there's 14
2: Ooh. emus in it.
0: <laughs> is that the bittering thing? IBU, oh, uh, International Bittering it, Units. Yeah. That's what uh, it was. Uh, yeah, so it's very opaque, very straw-colored, great head on it. Oh, man, this is, um, it, just looking at it, I know it's going to be a good fucking beer, you know? Yeah,
2: it's got that beautiful, heavy smell, right? It, yeah. That bubble gummy, clove
3: banana-nanners. Yeah. I actually get banana and then clove, but oh, i get that clove order.
0: first. I'll get clove first in this, definitely, and then I got a little bit actually canny lemon on the nose, too. Yeah. Little Light Lemon. <laughs> Wasn't Little Light Lemon a basketball player for the Harlem Road <laughs> Oh that was Metal Art Lemon. Never mind. <laughs> oh gotcha. That's a bird. Alright, the Flavor Guys. That was our,
2: our bad name. The Flavor Guys. Jesus <laughs> Two next podcast, there we go. Man, uh, I gotta tell you, I get quite a
3: bit more bubblegum off the taste than I do the aroma. Yeah. Um, little, Maybe a little banana at the end. Actually, quite a bit of banana at the end. And then clove somewhere. But not and as predominant as it is on the aroma. And
0: it's soft. Oh, it's I got a,
3: got a
2: nice, in this stuff. Nice body. It's flavorful. Uh, it it's pillowy soft. It feels good in the mouth, but it's still light, refreshing. I mean, this is just a,
0: a, a fucking Miley Cyrus song. It's a banger. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, this, I think, that better um, out. To, to me, this rivals, especially coming out of the tap, like Hogarden is one of my favorite Belgian beers ever. I mean, yeah. this, to me, this, I know we've had all these beers already, but to me, this, this one wins the day anyways. You will gold. I mean, this is just such it's well-made, It's
2: one of my favorites I've had. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's... I like don't you, have a lot uh, to say about it. I think I already said all the th- words I have. It's yeah.
1: just delightful as fuck. Like you said, flagship number one uh, for for Udu Pills is this this advice Is this your number one seller? Yep. Uh, if it, it's, I think I'm yep. gonna
2: get a few of these for tubing.
1: Yeah, there yeah. you go. Funny. if this isn't your best seller, uh, a lot of people that drink here are idiots. This is one or two every <laughs> single day of every day of the year. So yeah. And Ernie, I think
0: your notes with that were absolutely spot on. It has less clove on the taste. The bubblegum pops a lot more in the beginning. It's got that nice settle in with the with the clove in the middle that to kind of bitter it out and get that nice tingle on your tongue that ends in a nice smooth like banana cream pie type of ending on the finish. And the legs are pretty decent on it too. I mean, it's not too long, but it's long enough and it just dries your tongue just enough that you just want to keep
2: it wet. It's no Tina Turner but it'll do she's got really good legs she insured ah. him for a billion dollars or some shit gotcha. keep
3: up with me I thought you were me. talking about that ZZ Top Jesus song Jesus
0: fucking Christ <laughs> oh man gotta draw, draw roadmaps every time yeah, I dig a, take a new swig it's like oh bubblegum clove banana bubblegum clove banana every single time I take a new swig it's just so now good I'm getting
3: more banana at the end yeah it's not just like, like banana,
2: banana forever that just banana cream pie
0: Nice whipped cream at the end too. It's great. I, I can't say anything. You know, the more I drink of this, the more
2: buttons. annoyed I get with you
0: too. All right. <laughs> and then that, that little thing from Domino's. The yes. Annoyed. The annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they brought him back for like a summer. That yeah. was great. I think he's on their
1: boxes again. I'm not sure where they're going with it, but.
0: Ah, uh, just some good. '90s nostalgia, yep. for everybody. Um, okay, so what's the it's next good beer good then? It's good to guy? feel young again. All right, the next beer. <clears throat> uh, I don't want to make a
2: decision. I'm tired. Oh, decision fatigue.
0: That's it. That's what it was.
2: Nope.
0: Okay, what's the next beer? Which one? It is Decisions the next beer, but just Decision fatigue. Jesus Christ. I had to play the joke out, right? Nope. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs>
2: No, it's, uh, it's a pale ale, and it's a 6% alcohol. Yeah. A real heavy hitter here. It's been, uh, <laughs> like,
1: it's, you guys, I mean, it's it's one of our higher alcohol beers right. for sure, yeah.
2: That's another thing. You don't see a lot of experimental stuff here, and you don't see a lot of real high ABV. You don't see a lot of real, they're all like in that we 5 got, to 6.2. Yeah,
1: yeah but this I think is we six. have two beers that are 6.8. Those are the highest they go right now. Yeah. So. And then uh,
3: Chris was mentioning while we were um, doing our research the, that the pricing is really nice. Everything's yeah, seven bucks, pretty much seven bucks, seven
2: yeah. bucks and everything. Yep. The strawberries eight, the kombucha six, everything else is seven. So, so nice. Keep it simple. Nothing weird, yeah. nothing wonky, nothing. one just that's fifteen, be one
0: that's four. Straight on the straight down the board. you yep. know. Now this is one of my favorite like uh, early summer like beer styles the pale ale right it's not quite as bitter uh, obviously as an ipa and such but i really like pale ales i have a couple favorites that i always buy every year around this time that i can just sit there and crush but um uh, some notes for me this is a bit darker than a lot of the pale ales that i'm used to seeing in a glass it's almost like um, a vienna lager type color which,
1: which is would, kind of funny which would make sense uh, knowing our brewer
0: uh, do you know how they, what, what they use in this one?
1: I'm not 100% sure on this. Um,
0: what, what I can tell you though, uh, when this just gently goes across your tongue, it is pillowy soft, just like the Yule of the Gold, Man, It is super soft. You get just enough of that fruitiness from the hops, but not too much bitterness.
2: I'm going to tell you, the first time I tried this, I didn't get a bunch on the nose. Um, but, but I'm, I'm getting a whole bunch more of like the the little like fruity notes. Yeah,
3: melon, some sort. I, I'm getting cantamelon. Like Cant- cantaloupe, like <laughs> cantaloupe and like musk melon combined or something yeah. like that.
0: It's but, a mashup. But I get a really nice like dense malt
2: bill off of this
0: as well. Dense sounds right for you. Yep. <laughs> Dumb as a rock, sharp as one too.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it beats scissors.
0: <laughs>
2: but on the flavor again, I get, right, you get that one. I you. Get more maltiness than I did before for some reason. Yeah, it's probably because I've been drinking a lot of different things today, but...
1: It's got some malt on it. It's very, um, like you were kind of saying, there's a lot of different fruit notes there that kind of hit oh. a lot stronger than you expect when you're, when you're uh, dark red paying fruits attention in there. To the aroma.
2: My first notes were very limited, and that it was, was like light bitterness and a bit of pine. Mm-hmm. Some know, those are the things that kind of stuck out to me, but... Yeah, this second time around, I'm getting a lot more fruit on the nose or melon on the nose. Yeah, and and then a lot more malt in the flavor.
0: Yeah, I I get like cantaloupe and and, um, uh, dark cherry bark and like maybe some plum in there, some dark plum, or maybe even prune if it's. Because I think it's not quite as fruity as a plum, but along that same lines. I mean, this is kind of nice. This is really nice. This is really complex.
2: It's a. Soft and pillowy. It's more yeah. than a... I.
0: <sighs> yeah.
2: I didn't. I didn't know that I wanted to talk about this one. When we were going through our, our notes, I picked my like four or five favorites. This wasn't on the list. Uh, not that that's a bad thing. Again, all these beers are very good. I just had some others that I thought were better and had more complexity. But the second time going to this glass, it it just keeps on developing. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, I think it, it helps that it's warming up a little bit too. You get more of that, that those fruity notes from the warmth. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's not what I like about it the most being a pale. Ale, it's not fucking bitter as hell. Like there's right. sometimes that people like throw a shit ton of hops at the beginning of the boil, and all you get is that pale ale hop bitterness. You know, there's no
1: puckery bitterness.
0: Yeah, so this is very fucking okay. pleasant. I mean, I, mean, I really I, like
1: this. I personally, I almost feel like this has a lot more of like the fruity aromas than a lot of. I mean, you're almost in IPA territory in some ways with, with yep. some of that flavor to it, but it is not bitter. Mm. It's super easy to drink. Yeah.
2: Um, it yeah. almost goes a little sugary. I mean, comparatively speaking, some of them bitter out. This one was like, yeah. It's almost like peaches they have that little crusty sugar on it, which is a good thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this, this doesn't bitter out. It almost gets sweeter uh, on your tongue after it leaves your mouth for a little bit. I would uh, agree with Chris to a point on that. Fucking
3: right! Um, what I I'm have now, it's 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 got some <laughs> it's got some body to it. It's got good body, no aftertaste, which is what we had been talking about, which I appreciate because I'm just uh, one of those beer beer guys. Like my ham, hams is my go-to beer. So I, I looked forward to coming here when I saw your tap list. Yeah. Um, very well balanced. A little bit of bitterness maybe at the end. Some sort of tingling.
2: Copperish,
0: but the legs are short. Or maybe,
2: yeah. maybe some pithiness.
3: Maybe it just dries yeah. out my tongue a little bit, but that's okay. It Just makes me want to take another drink. Uh-huh. Oh, and I was gonna say this, even though it's it's six percent, I probably would sip in and enjoy this. It doesn't it's,
1: it's, feel heavy. Hammer either. it back and
3: crash the... F- oh No, this is a sip smash, it and enjoy, because the more you have, the, the more it coats your tongue, the, the better, smash the more flavors the can that come through. your head when you're done. That's, that's just, you ouch. can do that. It's a little...
0: Whoops. I think I get quite it's a bit a of stuff.
3: melon at the very end if you... If mm-hmm.
1: Just kind of like, <laughs> lingers for a bit. This, uh, speaking of cans... Uh, it's kind of funny that you say that. This beer actually, our marketing company, Modern Climate, won an award for the beer design on this can. Oh, right on! Um, and it was kind of a lot of back and forth, but it, the idea was obviously it's decision fatigue is, you get lost in ideas, right? Yeah. Um, so they did a lot of I like, don't but the, the, the can basically looks like a scribbled up piece of paper with, like, the if this, then that type of circles and <laughs> bubbles and arrows going like to everything. A,
0: like a Venn diagram or some shit?
1: Yeah. And it almost didn't get passed through because they were trying to tell us that our this handwriting that we on, had on here needed to be a font, which is a TTV kind of thing. Um
3: there's yeah. so many fucking rules to that uh, stuff now. I man. know,
1: I know, and uh, and we loved it, and we're glad that it went through. And then, yeah, Modern Climate they won the award for that label. It's pretty sweet. Heck yeah, Heck that's, that's fantastic. Perfect.
0: Nice job, Modern Climate. Uh, any notes about this beer? Uh, Super duper. All right. Moving on to our last beer of the day here at Uptown Brewing with Joe Lee. Uh, what's this one, guys? Uh, this one's
1: totally different. Gotcha. This is the official name of this is totally different, but still worth it. And uh, Worth W I R T H for Theo Worth Park, which is uh, just outside our facility. For what is the what, what was it? <laughs> Theo Worth uh, Park is uh, just north of our north. Yeah, we West of that. our facility here. yeah,
0: well, I gotta tell you, when I was driving up here, the fucking view, like the like the last five minutes of this drive coming up this brewery is beautiful. Mm-hmm. This is I've never late. seen anything
2: like it. Landed, no, no, but no, the price,
0: nice drive, trip. and she, I mean the, the, the drive was beautiful I'm like this Yeah, was, yeah I we, we, we were kind of hoping he would
1: have
3: kept his eyes on the fucking road. It, it is a really. <laughs> He's like, oh look
1: at that! There's it, a It's just it's, it's such a cool place, and the fact that it is you know basically still in the city, um, huge bike. Uh, following goes through there. They do national ski tournaments, cross country ski tournaments out there. There's at least 150 bikes outside right now.
2: And I'm not talking biker gang bikes. We're talking pedal bikes.
1: People are trying to be healthy and drink really good beer here. We have a huge bicycle following. I think uh, we have a kind of a separate entity that we support is the Utapil Cycling Group. They have about 1,200 members at this point. Wow. Yeah. There's a Sunday mornings, we get a huge crowd out here with bikes, they do a bunch of different rides. That's a lot awesome. of fun. Yep. Uh, so, but to go back on this name, this is a kind of a turn on our original um, dry Irish stout, which was called Totally Worth It, W-I-R-T-H for the name of the, the park. and yeah, we kind of wanted in the taproom here to go with something a little less dry and Irish. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so, makes sense. Uh, so, you know, the German wet. <laughs> yeah. Head Brewer Eric, Uh, we brought some ideas to him and did some samplings of other, you know, brands and and things like that. And kind of came up with what we wanted uh, to sell in the tap room and some of the feedback that we got from guests as well. And basically, what we decided that we wanted was uh, kind of came back down to we wanted totally worth it, but less dry and Irish. So um, (laughs) this is a pretty typical uh, American Stout, uh, borderline chocolate stout. Very mild on the chocolate, but it's definitely a big flavor profile part. Um, yeah, and it was just something that we kind of asked for um, for the tap room, and Eric absolutely nailed it just on the fly. So is this nitro. It is not, not nitro. Okay,
0: because yep. I'm looking at this head, and the, like the it's, it's a nice caramel color head, and the bubbles are so tiny. I'm like, uh, I thought it was nitro for a second. The very co- black, very old
2: The coffee roast on the nose is incredible.
0: Um, I always do this at least once an episode. <laughs>
2: same on the flavor; it, it's big and bold and roasty and coffee. I like that there's a uh, there's some sweetness to it. There's also a bit of tanginess, um, but it it looks it looks scary and thick, but it drinks light also. Right. I mean, what else do you want from a stout? You know what I mean. Okay, mm-hmm. so I wrote down, and Chris kind of put it probably a nicer
3: way than I did because I'm fucking eloquent. And I said bitch. it's not as heavy on the mouthfeel as like the aroma. You sure. get a lot of dark darkness and roastiness, like Chris's mm-hmm. soul, and, uh,
1: <laughs> and the to taste you?
3: is it's got a good mouthfeel. It's very well balanced. A lot of like day old coffee which I love. Which is I, some of the best coffee. It is, it yeah. Is. I will make coffee a day ahead of time and then put it in my beer fridge
2: the next day because I can't stand <laughs>
3: yeah. hot coffee.
2: I always pour two glasses. I have fresh and then I have old. Um, yeah, I, I could I could sip this
3: and enjoy it and crush a few in between.
0: Yeah, this isn't bad. I mean, for an American stout, this is this is pretty spot on with, with the style. Uh, I don't have any complaints about it. It's very dry. It's not as dry as like a dry Irish stuff.
1: No, I think, I think the, the dryness in our previous version changes more to, uh, you get the similar feeling from the roastiness, but I think it is different.
2: Well, right, and I mean, if you're having something that's really roasty, like coffee, like a stout then, right? You're going to get bitterness, and bitterness usually tends to dry your mouth out. So, I mean, there's going to be dryness associated with every fucking stout, right? Unless it's really heavily... Milk.
0: Unless it's really heavily, like,
2: yeah, milky or vanilla or oatmeal or something, but
1: lactose. Yeah, so we, I mean, that was kind of... The the cool thing with this one for us is it was kind of a a taproom... Uh, Request and we literally went out there and we picked out the best examples in uh, other U.S. breweries that we could kind of think of. And Eric... And
2: stole their recipes! No, we
1: we just, like I said, we (laughs) took the (laughs) things that we like and didn't like, and some of them were way too sweet, and some of them were way too, you know, bitter or flavored, or just things that we weren't looking for. And, um, yeah, it was just kind of funny in that whole process of kind of discovery of what we're trying to look for. We've more or less... Dialed it back to the dry iris stout and made the tweak from the original recipe uh, rather than start new. And Eric, like I said, was able to do that and just change it over and create something that's, you know, we can drink this year round.
2: I never tried the original, so I don't know
1: how it compares, but. Man, if you're is, if
0: you're a fan of roasted malts in a stout, this is the yeah, jam for you. It's hella
1: good. This is uh, the other one was good too, but this is just a little more robust, um, yeah. and it's I think a better pleaser overall. I'm it's, a big
2: smooth I'm a, I'm a big coffee fan, and uh, it, it, I, I just drink coffee black. I drink it straight out of the pot. Don't even use a cup. Just pour it right in my face, or I let it <laughs> brew. It. I let it brew into my mouth. And this is, you know, that's why I really <laughs> like the roastiness of this. Now well, you know why his tasting notes are so it. off. <laughs> oh,
0: nice! Well, this has been a, 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 a very good beer. Uh, any other notes in this? On the let uh, I'm gonna go
2: very totally good Totally
0: worth it. Different. Totally different. Totally different. different. But totally different. But still but worth it. Still but still worth it. Got it. Jeez, to- sorry. Yeah, I was totally busy trying to fix the fix recording stuff when you guys were drinking this one. All right, <laughs> All right uh, well, hey, I want to say thanks so much. Well, shut the ahead? fuck up. Yes,
1: sir. What's your favorite thing about working here at Uta Pills? Oh, this place is great. Um, I have a lot of history with uh, some larger spaces like this, so I think knowing kind of what to do and what we're capable of doing in this large space with the beer garden has been phenomenal. Um, we're doing new things every year. We're uh, trying to come up with new events and ways to get people in. Uh, You've mainly.
2: got a pinnacle contest
1: coming up or something, right? Dribbage. No, no, cribbage. Cribbage.
0: at this side.
1: Cribbage happens on Thursdays, yeah, and you just you had it. a
0: meeting with a bunch of people with pointy ears. That was what?
1: There's a, a Hobbit birthday party uh, going on behind us here. So, <laughs> yeah,
0: one uh, party family, to rule large them family all.
1: Birthday party gathering. So yeah, it's. And yeah, you got, you got a, a gentleman outside
0: playing acoustic guitar. You
1: got a place. you got, uh, got guy the outside playing music.
0: coming on probably when this
2: airs. August, August, Sunday, Tuesday, August seventh. August seventh. Bodhi! Yep. That's, Everybody uh, knows him from the Party of Five. Party thieves of five. on uh, closer to
1: free. That's our I mean, come on. That's our third act of this summer. This is the first time. This is another one of those things that we kind of had going on, talking about uh, pre-COVID, and then just fell to the wayside. So uh, this collaboration with Suburban and Associates. This is now we've had two shows. We had Guster and Drive by Truck. Guster and yeah. Um, and, oh, my God. Duster Duster's
0: been on the podcast.
1: Yeah. No, no, no. Guster. Oh, Guster. Guster. Oh, totally okay. different. Totally okay. And my so bad. now we have Bodine's as the third show for the season, and yeah, it's been great.
2: I saw Guster yeah. open for Bare Naked Ladies at Newman Outdoor in Fargo.
1: Fucking Guster is... I don't know if you hear that, but it's super duper. They, thumbs up. Uh, They rolled <laughs> They played an Utapil song for us when they yeah. played. I don't know how that all came about, <laughs> but... Uh, Legend has it one of our bartenders really uh, surprised them by bringing them some beers when they weren't expecting it, and they decided to write a song about her. So, there's nice. Stop. What, what, what rhymes with Uta pills?
2: <clears throat>
0: pay, pay the bills. Shut up. Next. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a rapper. I don't know. I'm not good with that stuff. I'm not a human, to talk, to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Thotharoth. Use your Thessaurus. words. <laughs> that's well, a that's dinosaur, great. isn't it? Yes. Is that a short vocabulary? Uh, Hey, Joe, what can you tell us about? Can you give us your website address, your uh, your socials, all that that jazz? Social security? No, no, no. Social media you Fuck the (laughs) time. It's a circle, there's no Uh, beginning or
2: ending. For me or for you?
1: For Utapils. Utapils. Utapilsbrewing.com.
2: Uh, yeah. You had a really saucy look on your face for me. Yeah.
3: You can give us your uh, My OnlyFans site yeah. later.
1: Uh, so Utapilsbrewing.com so, so you can young see our sticks. Our <laughs> <laughs> you can see there's a link to uh, our concerts. There's also a link to Taproom. You can see what's pouring straight from our websites. Uh, any given time, we've also got um, like an Udipil's Brewing uh, on Instagram, and, and obviously Facebook and Twitter are those as well. Um, but we're always posting updates, and um, we've got a lot of new stuff coming up. We got Receptional, our Octoberfest beers, we're right around the corner. So it's we're, we're just about in that season. That's my favorite beer,
0: just about, just about earned almost there two more months right To oktoberfest
1: oh no yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> not the beers just the actual fest itself
1: yeah well, um yeah middle to end of september where we'll we'll be a, have two weekends of oktoberfest going here as well nice
0: well any other final thoughts uh you can
2: find me gushing about utapils uh at, at the next outdoor event i have excellent which will be i don't know Oh, no. We're throwing a birthday for a four year old in a couple of weeks. And I'll see if she likes them. <laughs> <laughs> we
3: do not promote
0: underage drinking. Her parents her, parents,
2: her family. Her, pa- her parents, everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm thinking about coming down here for that fucking cribbage tournament. That sounds awesome. I've been honing my skills. I've been playing my girlfriend's father a lot lately. And this lucky motherfucker always ends up like. Beat me by four pegs. Yeah. Every fucking time. Jesus every time. I'm in the lead, and then he'll like peg out somehow. But and I get the count first, and he pegs out. And I'm like three behind. Me. You motherfuckers.
1: We've got uh, there's at least 30 regulars that come in on uh, on Thursday nights, and they all play cribbage, play clockwork every God week. Damn. God, that sounds like fun. Um,
0: that sounds like fun.
1: Yeah, they have a blast.
0: Awesome, Hey, Ernie, Where can they find you at, big guy?
1: Well, if I sat across the
3: street, I would still be here. This place is that big.
0: (laughs) Excellent. Well, hey, we want to thank uh, our sponsors supporting our show. We want to thank you, our listeners, without whom this podcast could not happen. And to you, we say, may your glasses glasses be full and your your spirits high. Cheers.
3: Oofta pills. Oofta pills.
0: This has been a predicate Productions episode of Brews, Brews, and Reviews. For more information, head over to BrewsBoozeAndReviews.com Special thanks to our sponsors for supporting our podcast. You too can support our show by supporting them. We have merch for sale that you can purchase from our Shops tab on Facebook. We also have extra content that you can access by going to Patreon.com slash BrewsBoozeAndReviews.